You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. This is Morning Breath. We are a drive-time devotion, sure to jumpstart your day. We're a radio show. We're a podcast. We're probably something in outer space, too, but I don't know exactly what to call it yet on that. But, uh... Launch Central, we are glad you've taken time out of your busy day, no matter how you get morning breath, to uh, get into the Word of God with us. What we do is we read a chapter, just spend some time talking to the Lord, asking Him to speak to our hearts. Uh, As I've said this before, I have a morning breath Bible that I've never preached out of, and I never will. It's not for me as a pastor, it's for me as a person, and it's just my, my Bible for reading and, and seeing and hearing and hopefully being corrected by Jesus in it. And uh, it's a blessing that way. We're glad you're here. We have a host today. His name is Pastor Brian Moore. Most of the community know know who he is well, or knows who he is. Yeah, I'm thankful to be here. Thanks for having me. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Good. I'm, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about life and all the things in our community are fun. It's a nice season. It's spring. Yeah, tell the people how to get connected. All right. There's a lot of ways to get connected to the show. You can go on to our, our eccc.us website, go to our East Coast app. If you will uh, click on the kind of what's happening and there's podcasts, there's all sorts of opportunity there to download um, this show. Or you could uh, find out the chapters that we're headed towards and you could listen to us um, on the daily um, as you read your Bible and get on board with those chapters. We'd love for you to open up the Word of God on a daily basis and follow along. You could also uh, call the church office, 321 452 1060 and uh, leave your information there we'll email you out or we'll snail mail you out a guide that will tell you um, how to get on board with the show and we'd love to uh, have you connected with the show and just tuning in and being a part of it with us absolutely tell them about the next event there i think that's a, a great event you do you have anybody left going to that um, i have one i have uh, one child if she wants to we yes, uh, kids yeah. camp is coming up june the 6th and uh there is ways to uh there's ways to get on board with that through our website east coast uh, website eccc.us our events page and uh, I say wants to because she's a sixth grader and it's her yeah, last year in elementary school and it's like uh, I'm going to do kids camp one more time I think and then she also wants to go to youth and do the youth yeah, things and yeah. so um, she's right in that in between <laughs> stage but it's a great opportunity for you I, I think the ages um, tip tend to be second grade through yep. graduating sixth graders yep. so be a part of that it, it'll happen here locally out at a cocoa campus I believe yeah and it is the dates are June 6th through the 10th the price is $99 for the first child, and it goes down for every additional child after that. And so just go to our website, check that out, events page, what's happening, all the information's there, and uh, even who to contact if you have questions about all that. Well, when I think about Kids Camp, I think kids learning about Jesus, but they have a smile on their face. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're not tied down to a chair somewhere having to listen to some old guy talk about, you know, drone on. It's a, it's a blast, and it's a it's a blessing. We also have something we, we need you to do for us as a Morning Breath listening audience. We are trying to make some important decisions concerning radio and how we do it, when we do it, what times we do it. And so we need you to call us if you listen to Morning Breath on the radio, radio in your home, radio in your car, it doesn't matter where the radio's at, if you listen on a radio to the program, just call 321-452-1060 and let us know. I, li- I listen at 7.30, I listen at 5, I listen at 4 in the afternoon, I listen to 5.30 on Saturday night, 
whatever it is, all or none of that. Just tell us when you listen. And if you listen instead on a podcast, any other way, digitally, you get it and download it and listen to it at your convenience. Just tell us that. Those are the things we need to know. And real important for us, we don't ask for much at East Coast. We hardly ever say anything about money. But because we want to be good stewards of the money we spend on radio, we need this information. So give us a call if you would, please. Be a big, big help. Yeah, maybe you listen at 4 a.m. on your, uh, you know, as part of your devotion time. You get up early and you do that, or maybe it's even at 11 o'clock at night. We yeah. just would love to know what time of day that's happening and yeah. days of the week and all that. We'll get a good feel of, you know, how to do it well. Yep. Thanks for doing that for us. Yeah, that would. Yeah, we'd be super, super grateful for that. So let's get into the word today. We uh, got a lot of that. Somebody called that jibber jabber one time to me. All the stuff. All the stuff. So we're moving from jibber jabber to Jesus. And uh, so, how many verses we got in this chapter? I see thirty-three. 33? So I'm going to break. I'll read set through seventeen. I'll take the extra one, and you get to read the. You just you get to read from eighteen on, and uh, we'll get this read. I'm reading New King James. I got New Living Great. NLT. All right, I Beautiful. get you started, Pastor Dan. I say unto you, read, sir. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethpage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied, on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, Why, What are you doing loosing the colt? And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded, so they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he had looked around at all the things, as the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Now the next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing from afar a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he could find, or excuse me, would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season four figs. In response, Jesus said to it, let no one eat fruit from you ever again. And his disciples heard it. So they came to Jerusalem. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in the temple and overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold doves. And he would not allow anyone to carry wares through the temple. Then he taught, saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called a house of prayer for all nations? But you have made it a den of thieves. All right, verse 18 of Mark 11. When the leading priests and teachers of religious law heard what Jesus had done, they began planning how to kill him. But they were afraid of him because the people were so amazed at his teaching. That evening, Jesus and the disciples left the city 
The next morning, as they passed the fig tree he had cursed, the disciples noticed it had withered from the roots up. Peter remembered what Jesus had said to the tree on the previous day and exclaimed, Look, Rabbi, the fig tree you cursed has withered, has withered and died. Then Jesus said to the disciples, Have faith in God. I tell you the truth, you can say to this mountain, May you be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. But you must really believe it will happen and have no doubt in your heart. I tell you, you can pray for anything, and if you believe that you've received it, it will be yours. But when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your Father in heaven will forgive your sins too. Again, they entered Jerusalem. As Jesus was walking through the temple area, the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders came up to him. They demanded, but by what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you the, who gave you the right to do them? I'll tell you by, by, what, by what authority I do these things if you answer one question, Jesus replied. Did John's authority to baptize come from heaven or was it merely human? Answer me. Then they talked um, it over amongst themselves. If, if we say it was from heaven, he will ask, why didn't we believe John? But do we dare say it? It was merely human? For they were afraid of what the people would do because everyone believed that John was a prophet. So they finally replied, we don't know. And Jesus responded, then I won't tell you by what authority I do these things. Uh, Amen. Well, I would never want to get in an argument with Jesus. You know, I... The, the silly as that sounds, I just said I would never want to get in an argument with Jesus, but I have. Right. You know, we've all argued from the inside, usually it's not verbal, outside, uh, about something maybe God wanted us to do or, or you know, something he wanted us to say or maybe something he wanted us to give, whatever the case may be, and had a little little discussion with him. And this portion of Scripture just shows you how silly it is to— to try to yeah, they were stuck. <laughs> stuck was was not. I mean, they were really stuck. And and being an authority thing was pretty wild too. There are really only two times that Jesus exercises a, his authority when something in nature is 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 destroyed or hurt, and that's when the pigs. Uh, ran down the the hill the slope swine, yeah. the swine ran down the the <laughs> slope into the water and this fig tree right and i think what's interesting is uh jesus was willing to give up something of his creation yeah something made by his own hands something he loved i mean he didn't you know even though he didn't want people eating pigs didn't mean he didn't like pigs he made pigs for a reason yeah um but he was willing to do it to teach or or give a lesson yeah to somebody and i think this tree kind of had a double lesson the first lesson of course is the speaking to something and cursing something from the roots that you don't want to live and all of that, I think it, it, it is saying that. But the other thing it's possibly saying is it's a picture of, of Israel. And I know that Israel very often is, is looked at as a, you know, an olive tree. But I can find at least six references in the Old Testament where Israel is talked about as a fig tree as well. And so... You know, that's where they end up very shortly, Hmm. is Israel's headed in the wrong place, and fruitlessness 
um, is is a bad thing. Right. And it's outward. It's it's showing what's going on outwardly fruitless. And so God is dealing with that. And then when he goes in the temple and cleans it out, that's kind of showing inward brokenness or corruptness and him driving that out. And I think both are important. Putting on an act, I can act great for periods of time, even if I'm not that great. But what's on the inside eventually is going to come out. Uh, so both are kind of, if, if, if we're looking at this from kind of a spiritual overview, yeah. those things could be going on as well. And I just don't think he kills fig trees for just for the sake of killing a tree. Right. That just doesn't hit me as who our Lord is. I, I think it's interesting that in that in the fig tree conversation that, you know, it says that he was hungry yeah. and then he does this thing, right, with a fig tree, right? Like, it's just interesting to me that, first of all, he had natural urges like we have, like, you know, oh. that we, we get hungry. We actually feel all sorts of things and we have emotions that are tied to those things. And, mm. you know, all sorts of things, you know, happen when in your natural bodies, a natural man walking through life sure. that even experienced things that we experience. So for me, I was like, oh, he was hungry, right? Like <laughs> I'm hungry sometimes, right? But it you was- You probably it, were when you read this. I, I've been hungry plenty of times <laughs> in my life. I, 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 I think I'm always hungry. How about that? I can, I can eat. I, I've certainly not been one to shy away from food, but um, just the idea that he's hungry and he wastes nothing, that in that hunger, he had an opportunity then to speak to something and to actually accomplish something um, that he just didn't waste an opportunity. I, I, I like that yeah. there's things in our lives that we might walk through, that we might feel, that we might experience, that, that God doesn't want to waste that in our lives. Like he's always ha- He's always on time ready to do something, to teach, to show us, to um, maybe even equip us through a season um, that, you know, we've navigated some incredible seasons over the last few years that we all have had to experience and yes. not nobody would have chose it, right? We wouldn't have been like, hey, this will be fun. Let's let's try a pandemic for a while, right? Like, But in the midst of it, God has shown us some things and we've been able to learn some things. He will certainly use that to propel us forward. And he was trying to do that here in teaching in a moment where he had a natural urge and it's like, okay, let's use that for something and not just you know complain about it or something. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think that, that this section teaches us quite a bit about how we should handle the circumstances we're dealing with in the world today. And that is Jesus spoke to a tree. Yeah. He spoke to a to an object that didn't speak back, right. that was there, and he didn't want it to be in the condition it was. Right. He wanted it to change. And uh, we can learn a lot. Uh, things talk. We all know things talk. My body talks to me. Yeah. Uh, sometimes my a look from my wife or yeah. my daughter talks to me. Sometimes uh, I look at a department or situation or section of the church, and it talks to me. Sometimes I walk in the lobby of the church, and the lobby's talking to me. Yeah. Um. And and there's so many things: your checkbook, your you know, your body, your you know, all those things speak. What are you are you answering back? Yeah. Are you speaking to that? I can remember standing in the front of our church many, many years ago, refusing to look backwards because I didn't want to see the nobody there. But I felt like the Lord told me, 
Don't refuse to look at it. Speak to it. Say to the north, don't hold back. Say to the south, give them up. Say to the west, you can't have them. Say to the east, come in. And uh, and God was faithful to honor that in, in way beyond anything that, you know, we could have hoped or imagined. Yeah, I love that, you know, the, the inanimate object, I guess. Is that what you call the like I a did. Tree? Yeah, I, I think that's right. Some sort of object, right? And then yeah. he, he teaches us how to how to speak to a mountain. Like he actually says, hey, if you'll speak to a mountain, you can do some things. He you know, ups the ante. Yeah. <laughs> he went from tree, like fig tree, and I don't know what size that tree was, but it probably wasn't, you know, as big as a mountain. No. So he took on the mountain right after that and said, hey, you can do this if you'll believe. It says in verse 22, it says, then Jesus said, have faith in God. And then it says, I'll tell you the truth. Here's how you can handle your faith in God. Do this and speak to these things. It doesn't matter how big it might be in your life. You can actually speak to that based on, it says, I'll tell you, you can pray for anything. Like he just went outside the box of like, you know, they probably had their ritualistic prayers. And he talks, he teaches on prayer, you know, a few times here, um, not in this chapter, but he he teaches about, hey, don't do it this way. Don't do it that way. And he goes, hey, here's a way that you can pray about anything. It doesn't matter how big it is or how insignificant it seems. It could be, you know, from your fingernail to whatever massive thing in your life, speak to it. And here's how to do it and believe have faith in God. That's where it starts. Is it's not faith in something else or in your in anything else. It's in God, and then here's how you do it. And um, I don't know. It's it's been a, a valuable part of my life that you know I've been able to learn and grow in this to go. Okay, I'm going to speak to some things that don't that I know don't line up with the will of God. I know the will of God is not that thing, and so I'm going to speak to that thing. And um, in doing so, there's incredible there's incredible power in that when we get on board with Him. And I just want to say that, that we're not using this portion of Scripture apart from. Yeah. Other places Jesus teaches on prayer. Yeah. So we know we're not going to be speaking to something that isn't a promise in the Word of God. Yeah. We, we base. Now, in this case, it's hard to find a promise that says you can throw mountains in the sea. Yeah. Uh, but Jesus went that far. But he said, anything you ask according to my will, I will do it. And so finding the, the will of God in Scripture is super important as well. And this is about stuff to do with you. Yeah. I can't pray that Nick grows a ponytail. You know, I can't speak to his head and say, ponytail, come forth. He's got his own head and his own responsibility these are things that you're praying about you and your stuff. You're not overruling or overriding someone else's will yeah. or someone else's belief in, in a situation like this as well. So um, the tree, Jesus owned it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I got the earth because he was a man. Here's the other truth. The earth, you own it. Yeah. That's why I think maybe he used the mountain as an example, because God gave us this earth yeah. and told us to have dominion on it. And so you can speak to this earth and and tell it to give you what you need. And right now I just I speak for oil <laughs> to come to America in a godly way yeah. and not an ungodly way. And for us to quit walking a hypocritical line of, you know, whatever hypocritical line, whichever side you're on, we can all be hypocrites in this thing. 
but a, a barrel oil is a barrel oil and it's going to do to the environment what it does no matter where it comes from yeah so why not let it come from america there's my little speech there you go come come on how about oil how, cometh let's go oil we'll take some oil <laughs> and uh gas prices yeah down right let's go um this is I, I like verse 25 like he kind of he says hey you can do all these things he says but when but, you're praying oh, yeah. first forgive yeah. He starts the – it's about – there's people involved in these processes a lot of times. And he says, hey, start with forgiving someone you're holding a grudge against so that God can, you know, help you walk through your, you know, your issues as well. And uh, I don't know. I just – I, I like that he, he brings these these objects back to people, right? And it's oh, not yeah. just stuff all the time and we're not just speaking to what I need and what I want. But it's actually people matter. He was going into the temple next and it was about – people he was going to try to f- help people and the hearts of men and the hearts of women and i just i just like that jesus centers back up on the heart and people and not leaving it all in all the stuff that we can get so wound up in you know i just i want to help people and have a heart to do it yeah and there's two two sides to that one is whatever whoever has done something to you you have a responsibility to release that's part of what forgive means yeah untie them forgive them loose them Uh, that's your responsibility but one of the other great things that i see people dealing with is forgive yourself there's so so many of us who have uh, made choices or seen things happen or or been involved in 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 a way of thinking or you know acting that has been embarrassing or you look back on and say, man, I just, how could God ever? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the only reason God could ever is God is love. Yeah. And he loves us in spite of that. But that's one of the, you know, the two main areas that I see that we have to deal with. Maybe you could add more to that, Pastor Brian, but is whatever's going on in your life, no matter how hard, you got to let that, you got to let them go. Yeah. And you got to let yourself go. And you're not saying that what they did was right by forgiving them. It's not. It's never saying, hey, what they did was right or what they did was okay or what they did. All you're doing is going, I'm releasing them and let God deal with them and their heart. I'm just working on my heart to let them free. And what God does in the process of how that all works out in them, we're releasing them to let God do a work in them and in us. Right? And and that doesn't even mean you're inviting them back into your life at that point. They might be dangerous. Yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's a, just the idea that you're not you're not saying that it's all good or that it's all better. You're just right. saying that, you know what, I'm releasing and letting go, and I'm going to untie them and let them have the ability then in my heart to, to actually get right with God and do that. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us.
Barfield Contracting and Associates is a fully licensed and insured roofing and building contractor. They are located in Cocoa Village, but service all of Brevard County and surrounding communities. They also offer military and senior discounts and free estimates and appreciate every opportunity they are given. 321-454-4531. That's 321-454-4531. Barfield Contracting, treating you like family. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. Are you a young adult between the ages of 18 and 29, seeking community and an opportunity to press into the Word of God on a deeper level? Join us at Mezzanine, Sunday nights at 7. Experience powerful and impacting messages alongside like-minded individuals that are passionate about pursuing the heart of God. Visit mezzanine.church to get plugged in. Hi, I'm Scott Langston. I'm a broker associate who has specialized in commercial real estate for the past 27 years. I sell real estate for Remax Elite. I give free broker price opinions to anyone selling real estate. If you are looking to buy or lease real estate, I will represent you at no cost to you. My phone number is 321-403-1111. My website is scottlangston.com. Go out and make it a great day. Pineapple Garden Assisted Living and Memory Care Community, located in Rockledge. Affordable care with daily activities and a friendly 24-hour staff, making sure you or your loved one is safe and secure. Find them online at pineapplegarden.com. For over 30 years, CB Plumbing has been a family-owned and operated business that is dedicated and proud to serve the Brevard County community. CB Plumbing offers both drain and sewer line cleaning for commercial and residential. CB Plumbing for all your plumbing needs. 321-783-6000. That's 321-783-6000. Customer satisfaction is their guarantee. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. So just uh, during the break here, we were uh, having a quick conversation about something that stuck out to me as we read. And I just want to, it's, it's a little bit raw and fresh and I haven't fully developed it all the way. But uh, verse two says, go into that village over there. He told them, as soon as you enter it, you'll see a young donkey. And, you know, we know the rest of that story. But what stuck out to me today that I've never like felt like I felt today is go into that village over there. And I don't know where over there is for you. I don't even know where over there is for me right now, but I'm trying to mine that out to go. There's a cult over there or there's something over there that God wants to use. And it's probably not going to be a donkey in your story or in my story, but there might be something over there somewhere, not right in front of you, somewhere, not right in your quote unquote village in your house, maybe, or on your property or in your everyday life. But there's something that's set up that God wants to do something with, and he wants to use you to release that into the kingdom, that God could use it in a powerful way. I don't know what that would speak to you, but it's speaking to me. And I'm like, I'm going to, I'm asking God, what is over there? Where is over there? And what is the thing over there I need to see? And I do believe that God will show you. He'll show me, he'll show all of us the thing that he wants to do something with 
that for his sake, not for my own glory or for okay. anything else, but for his glory, and, to, and he'll get all the credit for it. I can remember seeing a paper that came out that had names of all these accounts yeah. that nobody had ever claimed. And man, I looked through that to find my name. Oh, yeah. It wasn't there, but that's beside the point. Yeah. It could be, who knows? We do one more time, just want to say, please let us know how you partake of Morning Breath. If you listen on the radio, we need to know. If you listen on a podcast or digitally another way, let us know. So call 321-452-1060 and do hit zero. That'll take you right to the operator. Even if they're not there, leave a message what time you listen, and how you listen. Thanks so much for your help. See ya. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath Podcast.